Hello and welcome to The Exhibitionist. This is another one of my art shots for August. This is Alice, as always. Got a bit of a funny one today because this is actually three exhibitions, but they sort of run as a set. So I went to see the Dorothea Lang and Vanessa Winship double bill at the Barbican. And I also saw the Killed Negatives display at the Whitechapel Gallery. So I wanted to talk about both of these exhibitions since they do really relate to each other in quite beautiful and creative ways. So the Dorothea Lang and Vanessa Winship exhibition is a double bill at the Barbican Art Gallery that's running until the 2nd of September. One ticket uh, gives you admission to both exhibitions. The gallery space at the Barbican is quite large, so I actually really enjoyed seeing it split in half. It just made the show a little bit more manageable, even though I did see all of it at once. The Lang exhibition is called Politics of Seeing, and... Lang was a photographer for the Farm Security Administration, or the FSA, during the Great Depression in America in the 1930s. And some of her most famous images are from this time. She spent a lot of time travelling around America working on migrant uh, communities that had been displaced by the Dust Bowl. And many of her images were used in magazines and journals, as well as newspapers at the time. But she also published books of her work and she worked quite extensively with Paul Taylor who she later married and they would together work on books that were Taylor's narratives along with Lang's images and they collaborated in quite an incredible way to make this really distinctive and um, quite iconic representation of Depression America. So the Lang exhibition at the Barbican starts with an early part of her career that I was less familiar with when she worked as a studio portraitist. And it was quite beautiful. Uh, the gallery's been kind of built into these small rooms, so you move between them. And there's sometimes this quite strange negative space between the rooms. Um, there are 11 spaces devoted to Lang's work, and then upstairs another eight devoted to Vanessa Winship. But to just give you some of the highlights from the Lang exhibition, I personally really love her photography and some of her images are so incredibly iconic that you probably recognise them even if you don't know that you know them. Um, and they include the migrant mother photograph, which was a, a woman called Florence Owens Thompson. And she was a, a woman who had been displaced by the Depression. So the migrant mother photo shows her with some of her children camped in a car in a field and Lang spent about 10 minutes with Thompson and took a very quick series of images. There wasn't much kind of interview, uh, which is actually quite unusual for the way Lang worked. She usually spent a lot of time with the people that she was representing, but this was a chance encounter done in a very, very quick way. And yet the images of Thompson as the kind of migrant mother, as the image came to be known, have proved to be some of the most iconic images of Lang's career. So the migrant mother photos have a room all to themselves, which I thought was really interesting. Um, it's a great way of seeing how the whole series of images actually string together rather than just seeing the one photograph on its own, which is how it's usually presented. So you get a bit more sense of the space that Thompson's family is occupying and the way that they are living. I found this was really interesting. Honestly, you could practically do an entire exhibition just on the migrant mother photograph. And actually, I don't know if anyone's done that, but I would love to see a display curated looking at the way that this photo has been kind of appropriated and used and reused by people with different agendas through time. So it's now become this kind of like really 
almost kitschy sentimental image of devoted motherhood and care and you find it on like gift cards and um teacups and stuff and it's ridiculous given that this is an image that lang saw as a representation of some of the extremely profound suffering of displaced workers during the depression there were some interesting quotes from lang throughout the exhibition so there's something right at the beginning which refers to her as a visual activist and i found this phrasing quite compelling because it does speak to the way that Lang's images have a politics and she's unafraid of sharing that a lot of the time in her work. It was great to see some of her early work where she's documenting scenes of worker strikes and um, protests in San Francisco. And that was a fantastic way of contextualising her later Depression era work because it shows that as the effects of the economic crisis are becoming more profound, that's having an incredible impact on Lang's work. And she is watching this happen. And she's documenting it right from the start. So I found that really fascinating to see. Um, it was quite exciting, honestly, to have her presented as a political activist. There's some debate over how activist she actually was. And as I've already said, there's a lot of discussion over the migrant mother photograph and particularly the way that that can be constructed as almost an abuse of power by Lang in that she takes this image of Thompson and Thompson never receives any benefit from it. It makes absolutely no difference to her life. She doesn't receive any relief funding because of the image. She's never paid for it. She's never credited. And for a long time, the image is represented as, a, as being of an anonymous woman. So Thompson's name isn't even associated with the image. And that is actually quite a significant power dynamic to be aware of in this case. Lang isn't always doing the right thing. That was something that the exhibition did kind of skip over, actually. There wasn't really much mention of the fact that Florence Owen Thompson was totally erased from the narrative. And I would have liked to see the exhibition grappling with that a little bit if you're going to present Lang as an activist, which I think is not entirely unjustified. You need to then talk about when she gets it wrong as well. A really nice point throughout the exhibition is that they make it very clear that where possible, the captions for the works in this exhibition are based on Lang's own words as documented in field notes, reports and the archival records. So for those of you who aren't so familiar with the Farm Security Administration photographs and Lang and her contemporaries working in Depression-era America, it was very common that the negatives would be sent to the organisers of this documentary project and the photographers would have very, very little say over how their images were actually used. They would often then be sold to newspapers and to journals and they wouldn't necessarily have much control over how the images are captioned, how they're used, who they're licensed to, which is something that comes up actually in the exhibition. Um, throughout, there are some quite well curated uh, display cases that show some of the newspapers and journals that include work by Lang and others in them. And that includes a image by Lang being appropriated into a piece of Nazi German propaganda. I found this really interesting. This was something I didn't know about, um, the way that these images of the Great Depression are appropriated by those who want to say, look at America harming its people um, and using it as part of a fascist attack on the New Deal relief policies put out by Franklin D. Roosevelt as part of this era. It is important, though, to be very, very conscious of the way that the photographers of this time shape the way that 
we then experience this history, if that makes sense. So again, one of these brilliant quotes from Lang, which is, um, the camera is an instrument that teaches people how to see without a camera. And I thought that was actually quite bold of the curators to include that in the exhibition, because so often when you see shows relating to Lang or her contemporaries, it's all about the fact that they are, you know, seeing with this pure objective vision and it's all about just documenting the world as it is perfectly, which is obviously not true. There is an agenda to all of these images. They're being made to a very specific purpose. The ones that are then used are the ones that suit that purpose and suit that narrative. So we have to be really conscious of the way that these images are shaped in order to teach people to see and teach people to understand. And actually, as part of that, to pull out another one of the wall text panels in this exhibition, um, the curators say, although Lang's gaze was imbued with a poignancy of feeling that sets her work apart from the objective documentary approached by Walker Evans. I found that really frustrating. I, firstly, this is not a podcast about Walker Evans, but to be really clear, I am not a fan of Walker Evans. Um, and specifically the way that he claims objectivity while also, also fabricating a narrative. I feel like... Lang is significant because of the way that she recognises her own subjectivity throughout these images. It's quite clear from a lot of her captions and her field notes that these are subjective images. She speaks to the people that she's representing and she'll often spend quite a lot of time with them and work with them um, to shape their representation as they wish it to be shaped, if that makes sense. Which is actually another one of the reasons that it was really interesting to see the Migrant Mother series completely set apart, because that is, that's really the moment where Lang falls short of her own standards. And she doesn't do that with Thompson. She doesn't acknowledge Thompson's agency, and she doesn't give Thompson sort of the credit and the positionality that she deserves. And of course, it's important to remember that the photographers that are presented as the kind of emotional, subjective ones are overwhelmingly Dorothea Lang and another uh, female American photographer of this era, Margaret Burke White. And there's a huge amount of gendering involved in this, that they are they are the emotional ones, unlike the kind of great objective Evans. Skipping on from this, it was amazing to see Lang's photographs of the Japanese internment camps from the Second World War. I had never seen these images before. One of the reasons for that is that they're very rarely shown and uh, were hardly published at the time. Um, the government repeatedly blocked Lang's journalism and made it very, very difficult for her to take and then publish these images because they were so politically sensitive. It's important today, I think, to look at these images and to see them as part of this context of violence and racist coercive control over an entire population to see Lang's images of the Japanese internment camps in 2018 when we're seeing a new kind of internment camp being established in America is extremely moving and it's quite difficult to talk about and some people might find this room quite difficult to look at because of that but there is a poignancy to these images that is even stronger and deeper than even her depression photographs, which are extremely moving. Lang is an incredible photographer, um, not only as a documentary maker, but also there's something extremely artistic in much of her framing. She is 
absolutely brilliant at capturing tiny little details. And many of the photos in this exhibition are quite close cropped glimpses of hands or feet or legs or just slightly disembodied limbs. I thought this was a brilliantly curated show. Something I really liked was that the gallery were not afraid to use coloured walls. Um, this is a little weird, but black and white photography, I think, really needs a boldly painted gallery wall to hang on. It makes it so much more compelling and it, it brings up, especially photographs like Lang's, which are often taken with large format cameras. So they've got this incredible, beautiful fine grains and very crisp contrast from the negatives that she used. That just pops so much more against a rich coloured background. And in this case, the gallery have used a really beautiful kind of dark olivey grey green, which I thought was absolutely stunning. I was recently in Liverpool and I saw the Egon Schiele and Francesca Woodman exhibition there and again the gallery walls were painted this really beautiful intense colours and the Woodman photographs were just absolutely stunning against these beautiful kind of crimsons and royal blues. I think it's really important to have colourful walls in a gallery I think you can do so much with that and I frankly am so bored of just white cube spaces so it was good to see the Barbican doing this I really appreciated that. I love Lang's work, but even if you're not familiar with her as a photographer, I think there's a lot that you can get out of this exhibition. It is really interesting to see these images that have become so iconic and so significant in shaping the way that we still today see and experience stories of 1930s America, of the Great Depression. Lang's work is absolutely iconic and yet yeah, she's absolutely worthy of a solo exhibition very often the kind of great artist of depression era photography is constructed as being Walker Evans and no Lang deserves so much credit and so much space in that um so it was really brilliant to see her work like this from there you can head upstairs to the Vanessa Winship exhibition which I also thought was excellent I didn't know Winship's work at all but she's a photojournalist much of her early work in this exhibition is from the late 90s and early 2000s in the Balkans, lots of time spent in Kosovo and around the Black Sea. And there are some really stunning images in this in this exhibition that occupy a beautiful in-between space from sort of observed documentary street photography and then move into, into war photography and into a different kind of photojournalism. There are also some extremely artistic photos and I thought it was great to see a chronological narrative of her career in this space. It was good that it wasn't too big um, because that can be a little overwhelming. So it's just the upstairs space in the Barbican Gallery and yeah, I thought it was brilliant. The Sweet Nothing series was my absolute favourite. There are these stunning photographs of Turkish schoolgirls in a very distinctive style of school uniform, which is kind of quite an old-fashioned a blue dress with these beautiful lace collars. And within that sort of basic style, there are dozens of variations and each girl wears her clothes a little differently. You get the sense that these are images of people from a variety of backgrounds, but they have this kind of common thread to them. I thought they were beautiful images. They seemed very sensitive and very caring. The girls in them were of different ages, but they're mostly sort of eight to 14 maybe. And I just thought Winship did a brilliant job of capturing this kind of 
fragile and transitional age and representing the creation of a certain type of femininity in these images. Outside of that room, there was a display of some of her offset sheets from this series, which has the same photographs, but they're printed on sort of discarded magazine proofs and things like that. And they are absolutely stunning. They're really, really beautiful to see the way that these images are kind of collaged together. That little wall was probably one of my favourite things in this exhibition. The Winship exhibition is called And Time Folds, which is a reference to one of the series in this show, which explores the relationship between Winship and her granddaughter. So what you see in this part of the exhibition is a much more kind of photo artist as collector and curator as well. So you get a sort of free association of form and colour. I just thought this was absolutely beautiful. It's very difficult to describe, but essentially what you have is plays with layering and associations of forms echoing forms and images that resonate with each other. There were no, I wasn't allowed to take photos in this exhibition, so I can't show you what it looked like, but I absolutely loved this series. I thought it was very sweet and a really brilliant way of presenting this extremely intimate relationship and exploring how that is constructed and how we see resonances of ourselves in others. And I got the sense from, from the Antime Fold series that Winship and her granddaughter have a very close relationship and that there's a certain type of emotional affinity there. And you can see that come through in the images. It's, it's really, really stunning. This was also the section of the exhibition that had the most colour in it, which I thought was really lovely. Um, to see Winship moving away from the black and white photography that otherwise dominates the space into much brighter colours, but also a variety of photos. And you could tell that they were sort of things that she'd taken throughout her career. Some of them are black and white, some of them are much closer to the earlier series. So the the Sweet Nothing series in Turkey or the Seeds Carried by the Wind series, which is from Georgia. They're just absolutely beautiful. Frankly, I would have paid the full price of the show to see the Dorothea Lange photographs. And so to get this extra exhibition as part of that was brilliant. So the shows together cost £13.50, £9 for students or £11 for art fund members. And it's running until the 2nd of September. I would really, really highly recommend it. These are two absolutely brilliantly talented photographers. And though you can treat them as very separate exhibitions, there are some wonderful uh, interrelations between them, certainly in terms of the way that artists engage with questions of documentary and questions of representation, the authority of the subject of the photographs as well. There is always this debate when we talk about documentary photography as to the level of consent that can be given by the subject, especially in the case of Lang's work, when many of the people that she's photographing do not know how these images will be used and where they're going to end up. And I thought that the exhibition did a fairly good job of contextualising that vague consent and the way that it's then used and abused by the people that publish Lang's work and different authors and curators as they crop her images and change them and give them different titles to the ones that she intended to use. And I thought that was really, really fascinating to see. By comparison, Winship's work does not go through that process. She seems to be much more in control of the use of her images. But there are still these really fascinating interplays of myth and reality 
and questions of imagination and where the truth lies, particularly in her war photographs, because she makes these images uh, specifically in Kosovo and around the Black Sea, which show conflict and the consequences of conflict. But she intersperses them with these snippets of narrative that read almost like a fairy tale. So again, there are these questions about power and coercion and control. And you can see these two exhibitions and the work of these two artists exploring these questions in quite different ways. I did also go and see uh, the Killed Negatives display at the Whitechapel Gallery. This is really interesting. It's only about half an hour, 20 minutes away from the Barbican. They're not associated exhibitions as far as I can tell, but this is a display in the Whitechapel Gallery's archive space of unseen images of 1930s America. So Lang is one of the many FSA photographers. Um, she's one of a whole cohort of documentary makers and artists who are commissioned to represent Depression-era America. And they're all working sort of under the aegis of Roy Stryker, who's the leader of the documentary project. He's the one who chooses what images are used and which ones are published and things like that. Stryker also kills many of these negatives and he does this by punching them with a hole punch as a way of saying these are the photographs that are not to be used. So these are, these are the destroyed negatives. This exhibition takes those damaged negatives, which were still all kept in files and archives, and develops them. So what you're left with are these photographs of Depression America, which include work by some really famous artists. Again, Lang is included, Walker Evans is included, um, Russell Lee, Edwin Locke, Arthur Rothstein, so many of these really major artists of the FSA. And the prints are developed, so many of these images are quite familiar, if you're at all familiar with FSA photography, but then there's this black disc in the centre of all of them, which is where Stryker has punched it with the hole punch. It's a very haunting space, and I thought it was fantastic. There was no wall text here. You just experienced the gallery. You could pick up a flyer that told you who had taken each photograph and the context of it, but I would personally recommend that you just kind of let this space wash over you. I know I say that a lot, but I really believe that that's one of the best ways that you can experience art, is to just kind of let it happen to you and take what you will from it. I thought this was really, really well hung. Um, I do have some photos of this, so I'll pop them online as well. And it was just absolutely beautiful. It was a very... It's, it's described as quite a ruthless way of editing, but to then see it turned into something quite spectral and tender was really, yeah, a really fantastic little display. And if you're at the Barbican exhibition, it's not that hard to then get to the Whitechapel Gallery and see this as well. It's a free display. It's running until the 26th of August, so you have a little less time to get to this than you do to see the Lang and Winship exhibitions. Um, but currently everything that's on at the Whitechapel Gallery is free. I didn't find any of the other displays that are there at the moment particularly interesting. Currently there's an exhibition by Katya Novitskova, as well as the London Open. I didn't find either of these exhibitions particularly thrilling, so I would give them a miss. But having said that, they are all free displays, and if you fancy going, it's, you know, why not see them all? The Whitechapel Gallery generally do very good exhibitions, though, so yeah. I would highly, highly recommend the Killed Negatives display, and I absolutely love the Lang photographs as well. Vanessa Winship was a surprise discovery and I'm really glad I saw them. But considering that for £9 I saw basically three exhibitions, I'm quite pleased with myself. And I would highly recommend all of these shows. So 
Dorothea Lang, Politics of Seeing, and Vanessa Winship and Time Folds are running until the 2nd of September at the Barbican Gallery. There's more information online and I will post a link to that. And Killed Negatives, Unseen Images of 1930s America is running at the Whitechapel Gallery until the 26th of August. So you've got two weeks to get to that. And again, yeah, would highly recommend it. It's a free display. What's stopping you? So that's it. This has run a little bit long, but I have covered three exhibitions, so hey. Get in touch if you want in all the usual places. I'm on Facebook as The Exhibitionist. Uh, my Twitter is AA Proctor. My website is theexhibitionist.org. You can drop me an email at exhibitionistpod at gmail.com. Scream your opinions into the internet. Maybe I will reply to them, I guess. Thank you so much for listening, and yeah, see you soon. Bye!